Welcome back to the QMS podcast. Today, Quincy, Mike and myself, Salam, are going to be talking about a few topics ranging from toxic relationships to the influences that your parents have on your life. Enjoy the podcast. Say that again. The toxic relationships. Yeah, um, the question was, why are toxic relationships so normalised within our generation? I don't know. Are they normalised? <clears throat> um, yeah, I would say they are. How? I think people are a lot... More, it's a lot more common for you to find someone that's going to settle in a relationship that they know is toxic because it's normalised rather than actually being real with themselves and just leaving the relationship knowing that it's toxic. Fair don't enough. mind me asking, what, what's like... What does a toxic relationship consist of? Because I can't really get my head around it. Fair. Um, like, is like a, the general standard free to recognize like one main thing free to recognize that a relationship nah, may or may nah, not it's different it's different so like okay let's say subject let's say you're both good people but you just know you're not compatible i think that's the, the level of toxicity in in that relationship if you're still staying in it because you know you're not compatible I think that's one of the scenarios. I think I think it's very different. Not the issue that I have with it because I don't really understand it too well. But it's like sometimes it feels like relationships can be seen as toxic over like one problem. Where the problem may be big. If the problem is big, of course, Mm. you can kind of define it as a toxic relationship. Yeah, but Mm. I feel like relationships come with problems, and I don't think people really understand that anymore. People think yeah. People think I feel like we're very quick to just look at an issue and just go like okay if this is an issue it's not working at all rather than talk through it and actually like come to a a compromise or a solution because i remember like remember i watched i don't know what episode it was but chunks was it was chunks philly and harry in the foot yeah 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 and then chunks was talking about the compromise how he's chat to all of his boys and they're like with marriage there's a compromise yeah and i feel like a lot of what we do in relationship, I mean, a lot of what, I mean, I can't really say this because I'm not really in one, but a lot of what we do, what it seems like happens in relationships is that people are not willing to compromise. Mm. And then from there, it stems like, maybe the toxicity maybe stems from there. Mm. Maybe that's, that's like one one aspect of it. That's definitely like, I think, a big aspect of it. Because it's, it's nothing that, that no one ever talks about, compromise. Like, if you're hearing compromises from people that are married and mature, but when it comes to, like, I don't want to say petty relationships, but, like, just to, the stage before you actually, like, think about getting married, people aren't willing to compromise. That's why, to, like, nowadays, we're seeing a lot less marriages getting comprised than before. Because no one's actually willing to do the things that will make them get to that stage, one of them being compromised. Um, why are they normalised... I think I think it's just um, it's more. I think maybe, it's more time. Nah, I was just, I was just gonna say maybe because you're brought people are brought up in one. It's like Ooh, if you're yeah, brought up a in a t- well. toxic relationship, and if we're saying that's becoming normalized, maybe it's just because we're growing up with a toxic relationship around us. Mm. So when we grow up, we don't know how to make a stable a stable relationship. If that's the opposite of toxic, mm. but yeah. Maybe maybe that's one aspect of it. I suppose. I think I think the fact that we have social media plays into it a lot, because I think we're, we're all aware that like 
when people get married, when people got married, like, back in what, 90s or whatever, just back then, innit, they would do everything they can to just not um, not get a divorce, innit? Like, they would compromise on so many things to not get a divorce, which in some cases is okay, but some cases, obviously, is, again, toxic. But then nowadays, it's like, I think social media, social media plays into it a lot because it's like, when you go on social media, the relationships that you're seeing are perfect. You're not you're not gonna see the flaws behind it. You're not gonna see the ins and outs. You're just gonna see it's perfect. So, because that's what you've seen growing up. And if if you're young, and that's what you're perceiving, then I really can't blame you because that's that's what you're taking in, isn't it? Like you're you're only gonna learn from what you take in. So them seeing all these relationships looking perfect and all, they're obviously going to expect that this is how it looks. This is real life. Because a lot there are still a lot of people that genuinely believe that social media is real life. So this is how real life is. This is how it's gonna be in my relationship. If it's not like this, then there's no point of it. Like I can't compromise. That's just how it's gonna be. So I think social media plays into um, toxic relationships being normalized, but it's not like it's it's not like it's like an active normalization. It's been it's been like more subconscious and just happening without us actually knowing. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, it makes sense. Um, one thing is in terms of toxic toxic relationship. I feel like it's the perks that comes with some of these toxic relationships. So um, let's say you're in a relationship and most of the time it would be something like this. So this is just a typical example. I know that it, it doesn't go for all relationships or all toxic relationships, I should say. Let's say the male has like, he's very financially well off and then he can treat the lady to whatever she wants and what take her out get her presents and whatnot yeah now the relationship can't be solely based on money and i think this is where people can go wrong sometimes because they see the perk of money and they see the perk of all the gifts and the presents and taking them out and then everything else that's supposed to be taken care of to a high standard isn't taken care of it isn't taken care of to a high standard so i feel like the issue is people not really understanding what it means to be in a relationship mm. and what is necessary to maintain a relationship as well because they'll do one part of it and then they won't do the rest most of the things we've talk, spoken about is that the deficiency of one part so we've said that um what was it some what was the point you were making about compromises compromise okay yeah so they'll do everything in the relationship but when it's time to compromise they don't compromise it's mm. something that you you can't just take out and expect the relationship to continue to work there's so many aspects of it that you need to maintain and if you don't maintain it it's bound to fail and it's mm. what people don't understand people get into relationships for their own most of the time it seems to me for their own benefit you can't get into a relationship with just your own benefit because mm. you're now responsible for looking out for the benefit of someone else mm. and if you don't do that then the relationship is bound to get toxic yeah yeah i feel like it's just it's the thing where relationships are just be becoming more more and more materialized basically Mm. Like they're just they're just there for people think that relationships are just there for like moment momentary is that the word momentary satire when yeah, it's meant to be a thing where the relationship is ongoing and like you're both meant to experience it and enjoy it. and I thought it's it's not just relationship it's like okay if you're, I don't know I don't, I don't know about what you might think of it but it's like I'd I'd like to assume it's right to get into a relationship when you feel like you're in love with this person so it's just a thing where love is also being materialized as well 
like the actual true definition of love isn't actually seen in relationships and to be fair it actually can't be seen over social media because social media isn't real life at the end of the day yeah that's just one of those things uh the other thing was um in terms of toxic relationships i feel like this is mainly a problem with the younger generation so if Mm. you look at the older generation they seem happy or okay they might not be happy but at least they've been married and they've stuck with their marriage over Mm. multiple years which is something that we just wait where are you capping the older generation at like age wise i'd say our parents and older no yeah that's what that's what i was referring to yeah 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 and in terms of the younger generation it's like um nowadays relationships like we were saying are for your own benefit and look if you get into a relationship with someone then your intention should be to be with them for the rest of your life or to work towards being with them for the rest of your life. Not to say that every relationship is going to work because mm. it isn't, mm. but that should be your aim. Now, we've just cut out that aim. The aim isn't there anymore. Mm. So that's the one one thing that I wanted to point out is that if you're young, you have no business being in a relationship. And that's just how it is. I how, doubt, how young is young? I, how young is young? Honestly, I'd say... A lot of people are going to disagree with me. Completely fine. But if you're younger than 21, you have no business being in a relationship. You have no business. Zero. And uh, the reason I say that... I hear why you say that. I hear why you say that. The reason I say that is because, right, you're trying to learn about um somebody else, yeah? You have yeah. to learn about somebody else to be in a relationship with them. You just need to ensure that you yourself are mature and you know about yourself. I can assure you, that most people, even at the age of 21, do not know enough about their own selves for mm. them to start learning about someone else. Okay. okay. And I'm saying it's completely impossible because there are people at 21 who, knows it, who know enough about themselves. Yeah. And of course, there'll be people who are at 18 who know enough about themselves, but it's very rare. So, so 21 is like a safe age, you're saying? It's a safe age. Then, then again, like I, I know that I said um, 21, but it's more subjective to you i'm just putting that as a yeah yeah 100%, as a bracket 100%. because it's like as, 18, yeah, 18 year olds i don't think 18 year olds are necessarily exactly adults by law they're adults but i don't i don't believe they're adults why do you why do you say that I mean, you, you're just a child i mean and what's it called and you realize that like okay when i was 14 for example i think 18 year olds were like they're really old and they're yeah. really mature and yeah. they know exactly what they're doing uh, I'm at uni now, I'm 18, and I look at other 18-year-olds, and their behaviour is still childlike. And I don't mean having having fun with your friends and stuff like that. That has its place, but their behaviour is just literally childlike. You'd think that certain people at certain ages would have matured to a certain point by then, but quite clearly it's not true. And also you don't even know enough about the world. I mean, like, you're 18, and mm. you put into perspective, assuming you're going to live 80 years Mm. You're not even a quarter way through your life yet. No, I hear you. But yeah, with the with the um, relationship thing, again, it's it's very subjective. Like it's not it's not like one formula works for all. Like whatever works for you works for you. I I I pers- uh, I feel like twenty one's a bit old. I'll be real. Like twenty one is mm. old. That's what, that's what I feel. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. What, are you, what are you saying? What age are you saying? What age are you man saying? What what's the question? Age of saying for what? You said twenty one is old. Age for so someone like, to be in, like to be allowed to be in a relationship. Like to proper start considering that stuff. To so start considering. Oh wow. Yeah. I can't. I'm saying eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Why do you say eighteen? 
Um, I feel like actually no, nah, I'll see. You know, I'll see nineteen because I feel like after this is what I realized anyway with a lot of people that I've spoken to over here. After the first year of university, people a lot of people begin to just switch on a bit more. Do you mm. get like? I see myself a lot more comfortable around second years because I feel like they've already gone through that first year where they've they've done all the nonsense, they've done all the things that they regret, they've done they've done all that in it. So now it's like they've gone to a point where they're a bit more switched on. Obviously now their grades count a bit more, um, and all that stuff. So I think with that comes a level of maturity where obviously obviously is you're you're just you're just like switching on as, as I just said but it's like I feel like a level of maturity comes if you have already done this stuff and realise that they're stupid I'm not calling anyone stupid the other way please no one should say I'm calling anyone stupid please <laughs> I beg I'm just saying and me too yeah. fair what they like you do do stupid stuff to me yeah you do not like but, sometimes sometimes yeah okay cool yeah they've gotten to a point where I feel like they now have the ability to at, at least consider investing in someone else and because of like I feel like twenty one's a bit old to start thinking of investing in someone because you could have used the years before then to if you are to find someone black by nineteen, it'll make the process a lot easier when you get to twenty one to like actually carry on with this person. Does that make sense or not? Why 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 would it be easier? Because you're already with the person. Yeah, but I can say the same thing as all right, if I was with the person since the age of twenty one, it would make it easier to be with them when I'm twenty three. Yeah, you can say the same I thing. Just moved it. Yeah, I can move the time frame. You can but, say the exact same thing, yeah. Yeah, but how does that make the twenty-one-year-old an issue? Not that it's an issue. It's just um, I don't know. I just first, I, I, I don't really have like a proper like stuck-out reason. I just personally think twenty-one's a bit old. Maybe twenty. I don't know. Maybe nineteen. No, I suppose with, with the nineteen part about what 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 you just said about um being with someone for. What being with someone from nineteen to twenty one was it? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, with that, I mean, you let's be real. We're in university, com- more or less confirmed for three years. Yeah. Eighteen to twenty one. So we're more like we're more like with education. You know that you're more likely to see certain people a lot more. Mm. So I suppose maybe maybe that that might be a reason behind it. Mm. I guess. But what what I wanted to say was I feel like Philip made this comment earlier, but I don't. I don't necessarily want to add attach an age just yet. Mm. But what I will say is that it's difficult for you to get into a relationship when you haven't found yourself. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like the school system, I feel like at 16, you're in full-time education, 100%. Some of us, we go to college from 16 to 18. But at 16, you haven't found, you haven't found that much about yourself at all, found that much. I think from 16 to 18 is the learning process where you start thinking thinking about that kind of stuff and at 18 like you're going to uni now that's when like you got more free time so you got more time to basically just think what mm. I, what like what do i do with my time genuinely in that in that period of time i feel like that that really helps you understand yourself a lot more so i would say probably i'd say probably like 19 to 21 is like okay but 18, I feel like that first, that first year, you, you need one uni, year. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that first year of uni, you need experience of living your own life mm. for like a year to understand yourself properly. 
Mm. Like it's not a thing where you've lived a few months and you're like, okay, I understand myself well enough. I can go run into a relationship. Of course, in if like the circumstances match and you've been blessed, then why not? But mm. but that's very not only is that very rare, but I still think you shouldn't be not you shouldn't be finding yourself out in a relationship, but you should know yourself in a relationship mm-hmm. and understand yourself before like to understand to like make it easier. I don't know how to describe it. So it's it's basically a thing where if you're if you're just touching uni and probably second year as well, you shouldn't be actively searching for a relationship. Like you should if if that's been your main aim then you obviously haven't invested time into like actually figuring out yourself. And usually it's not like you just sit there and figure out yourself. It usually just happens where you just notice things about yourself. But it's a thing where you haven't actually given yourself enough time to just do those things because you're actively searching for a relationship. So if you are 18, like 19, young, essentially, you don't really have any business actively looking for a relationship. Obviously, if it comes, calm, calm. Like, there's nothing I can be done about that. But you just shouldn't actively be searching for a relationship at a young age. Is that is that what you're trying to say, Philip? And... Yeah, pretty much. Like, the, the 21 thing was just like... Safe, safe, safe. And yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proper safe. That's like a yeah. safe age. Obviously, there'll still be some immature guys at 21, but you yeah, know. Yeah, of course. It is what it is. There's immature guys at all bro, ages. Proper immature. I've watched some. Bro, I've watched some. I forgot the series I was watching. I just found myself to be watching. It's similar to Love Island, but it's on Netflix. And these men are. I'm, you know what? There are actually people like this, but I thought there were. <laughs> I thought there were people like more our age. These are grown people doing up big bro, 25, bro. 27. Like, Boy. <laughs> so immature when it comes to relationships. Like, they only look for sexual relationships. If Like, that's all they look for. Like, it's so hard for them to settle down. And then when it comes to the... They were in, like, this um, like this place, basically, where they weren't allowed to have any sexual, like, sexual intercourse at all. Not just intercourse, but, like, any form of sexual interaction they couldn't have. And these guys were fumbling. Like, proper fumbling. I, I, I think I've heard of something like that before. Yeah, yeah, you probably have. You probably yeah. have. But I was just I really find surprised. That, I found that nah. ridiculous. That is ridiculous. But that's aside, That's besides the point. That's just... I had to mention that because, boy, what a world we live in. You're not wrong, bro. I work out... You know how I'll go post office sometimes to help my dad? Yeah, yeah. So basically, we have one at a time bro from COVID from before. So then people are lining up outside, innit? Yeah. These men will argue over the smallest stuff and then mm. they'll come complain to me. I'm like, you do notice you guys are basically double my age and you're complaining <laughs> to me. Serious? Uh, no, so like one time I must have just, I told them like, you guys are adults, just sort it out yourself. It's not playground, go tell the teacher when someone's like tripped you up or when someone said something bad to you. Like, you're literally adults now. Like, it's not that hard to just talk it out. And if the yeah. person's not cooperating, then just leave it. Um, obviously, we're not judging in it. Everyone has their own journey. No, but it's not. just, some things have to be acknowledged. And immaturity sometimes has to be acknowledged, especially in very scary situations. But yeah, it happens, man, it happens. Um, I don't know, we didn't really answer the question directly. We kind of just went around it. I don't know, they're not really... A... No, I, um, I said perks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For the toxic Yeah, now yeah. to be fair, we, we kind of did. We yeah, explained yeah. why toxic relationships happen first. Yeah. And then, 
I'm dead psyched. Okay, yeah, true. Yeah, we touched on it a bit. Calm. Nothing might be the the mental aspect of it. Say that again. The mental aspect of it. Of toxic relationships. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Like, um, so basically, the power dynamic will be something like the state of the relationship is bad for a couple of weeks, and then someone does something to excite the other person and then make them think it's a good idea to stay, and then the and then it goes back to normal and they keep on repeating that loop over and over again. Mm-hmm. So essentially, the I'd say a victim in this. I'm just going to use the word victim for lack of a better word. The victim would basically be waiting for those small bursts of excitement, which is what's keeping them hooked in those relationships. Okay, right. Oh yeah, and sorry, one more thing. The other thing was, um, I didn't realize how much of a problem this this was. Like when I was, I say when I was growing up, it was like just only two years ago. But yeah, when I was growing up, but people, um are actually very afraid of being alone as well. So if they're in a relationship with someone, they will actually tolerate quite a lot just to ensure that they're not they're bad with themselves. Someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they will, they will tolerate so much. People like people generally dislike being alone or by themselves. So if you're comfortable by yourself, then I, I, I'd say that it, it, gives you, it gives you a better chance of not ending up in one of those toxic relationships or at least it gives you a better chance of getting up and leaving if you are in one of those toxic relationships mm. I think what's it called we did we did mention that I think probably in like one of the other podcasts about being comfortable in your own space and mm-hmm. yeah, like like just as you're owning it that's one thing that has to come as well if you're already if you're not already in a relationship or if if you just can find a way to do this the, the best one of the best things to do just find a way to become so comfortable being on your own not to the point where it becomes like detrimental to you but it's like just become comfortable being by yourself before you actually think about looking for someone else and make sure that person is comfortable by being themselves as well because then things like um there was a, there was a phrase i heard i think it was separation anxiety that's mm. there's it's like when you just can't be away from someone knowing that you have that person there you, it's such a dangerous thing it's so bad but yeah, just find a way to be comfortable on your own. I mean, before you know it, you just start attaching everything good um, with this person as well. Exactly. So everything good in your life, you're attached to that person. And if in the unfortunate circumstance that you're no longer with them, it will just send your world spiraling out of control yeah. and you won't know what to do about it. Yeah. So you have to find that good in yourself and in your own world first before inviting someone else. And so then they're coming into your world, like if you, if you understand what I'm trying to say. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, like if you do know that you're comfortable about like being on your own, make sure the other person is as well, because then it can be more detrimental to you than that person like on your own side. Does that make sense? Mm-mm. There's actually so many reasons. I mean, I I guess most of the reasons stem from um, some sort of trauma i'd say some sort of trauma childhood trauma most most of the reasons I, I, well maybe maybe not most of the reasons but some of the reasons definitely stem from some sorts of childhood trauma mm-hmm. or something they they um someone's gone through as a child i don't know if I'd, you'd call it trauma mm-hmm. yeah yeah i can another one is uh do you really study or okay do you really study or do what makes 
you happy or your parents happy? I think it's, I think it's do you, do you do what makes you happy or do you do what your parents what makes your parents happy? I think that's that's what they're trying to get. At. Um, mm. I think a lot when I was a lot younger, hundred percent it was it was my parents' happiness before my own. Now, not it's not even like a disrespect thing. It's just more. I've just come to realize that this is the decisions that I make will affect me and not them. Yeah, it's just gonna affect me. So more time now, of course, I want to make them happy. Yeah, hundred percent. But it's like now, it's just if it doesn't make me happy, I'm not doing it. That's that's just how it is. Yeah, I don't know. I agree. Don't know about you, man. Um, no, I agree. I completely agree with you. And I think um, it's an issue that actually plagues ethnic families a lot mm. because so many times you hear parents. And we've all heard it. I know for a fact everyone who's listening to the podcast has heard it. They want your, they want you to become a doctor, mm. or engineer, or they, yeah, an engineer, mm. or just do one of those things. You lawyer, have to study, exactly lawyer, yeah, those things there. And look, they're good professions, but if you're not interested in them, then there's not really much point in doing those things because at the end of the day, it's going to be you living that life, and it's going to be you going to work and coming home, coming home and if you're not happy with what you're doing life is going to be tough quite yeah quite tough. Be yeah. tough you're, you're going to resent what you're doing so honestly is is that quincy was saying it's not dis, it's not out of disrespect but you need to understand that these decisions when it comes to what you study it's going to have an effect on you on the long term in the long term i should say mm. obviously yeah, don't. And i feel like parents Sorry. so do you want to go first no no bro go on I feel like p- parents, Not, I'm not going to say, this might be a bit of a generalisation, but I feel like if you think about parents, they should be happy if their child, when their child's most happy, right? Mm-hmm. That, that would make sense as a concept or as an idea. So I feel like you secure your own happiness for yourself, but at the same time, as long, maybe it's a bit of a reach to say asking for supporting parents as well, but if you have parents that are supporting... That's a mad statement, I can't lie. I know mm, that's the that's a, this this the issue I have with this point at the moment. Yeah, is that if you have if you're blessed to have supportive parents, then they will support your happiness. Even even if at first, because the things I felt like I feel like I've heard that kind of firsthand, where you have your parents telling you become a doctor. There's there's mm. no like all the other professions are a waste of time. They don't mm. do anything for your life. Like, if a person is dying on a plane and you're on a plane, what the hell are you going to do with your degree? That's mad. That is true. That is true. It's not, not, it's not necessarily wrong, but in the end, it's about what you want. Mm. I knew I didn't want to do any sort of... I hate biology or a passion, so I can't be, become a doctor at all. Mm. So I didn't, do, I didn't do anything related to that. I feel like the sooner... Not the sooner you realise it, but I feel like growing up, following what your parents tell you is is natural mm. their order like they will they're, they're meant to be there to guide you but i feel like you get to a certain age where you're making your own decisions now and i feel like at that point you have to start looking at what genuinely makes me happy and what mm. genuinely makes me want to what genuinely looks like a path that i would take in the future and i'd still be smiling because i feel like a lot of people like a lot of people like you know how some people look back on school as like the best times in their life yeah i feel like maybe this is not really like a parent's thing maybe this is just a bit of a general thing but a lot of people have fallen into the trap of doing something that they don't like because just because like 
it's comfortable. And you know what? Forget that point. There's too much. No, no, you're, no, you're, you're making sense. I think you just lost like a single four. No, no, because the more I think about it, the more I'm thinking that it's a bit of a luxury doing what you actually like. Yeah. No, that's very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. It's like the more, it's a bit of a luxury doing what you what you really like, but doesn't mean in terms of education, though. education, for example, picking your A levels, that's all on you. Yeah. You 100%. should be. You should be. If you want to do A levels, that is, of course, you can do a B tech as well as offering, or you can go straight into apprenticeship or work. That's on you to decide what you want to do. I feel like that's the cutoff point. GCSEs, you can somewhat do what your parents say, maybe. Because you're in year nine, who knows mm. if you found yourself yet. But I feel like at at the point where you started your A levels, you should be doing what you want to do. 100%. And if not, then then university for sure. You yeah. can't fall into a degree that 100%. you don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never fall into a degree you don't like because it becomes impossible to to continue. Yeah. It won't end well, man. Yeah. It, won't it won't end, end well. well. I think um the people who have this problem. I mean, the more agreeable people that have this problem, they're going to find it... Like, you'd find it harder to kind of go against what your parents are telling you. But regardless, it's still something you have to do. That's one thing. And then the other thing is there are kids who... And of course, I understand that this is from, like, being a good-hearted person, but they want their parents to be happy. Like, their parents' happiness is, is what really matters to them. Mm-hmm. So they'll go out of their way to try and make that happen by completely obeying everything that their parents say mm-hmm. and they say um parents happiness will make me happy it won't ha- it won't make you happy when you're 29 years old and you're doing a job that you don't like yeah i can promise you that it won't make you happy and it's more like you tell yourself you can keep telling yourself that but it won't yeah so, yeah i was gonna say it's like it's more it's more of a long run thing it's like it's a very like at the end of the day more time majority of I can't speak for Asians, but majority of African parents, they just want to see like they want to see you comfortable, and they want you to make them comfortable, knowing that you're their child. At the end of the day, so it's like that. That obviously comes with gaining money, like just becoming financially stable. And if you're able to do that in any career, then they they're not. Well, I'm speaking like from my personal side, they're not really gonna be entirely bothered by what you, the in and out of the work that you do. Obviously, don't obviously if it's not if it's not silly, like if obviously if you're using partially using your degree or whatever, just something that's sensible. They're not gonna care about it as long as you're making them comfortable. They're not really gonna care about the end of now at the end of the day. So it's more time. Like right now, you can you can you're gonna have to just if you're brave enough to I don't know because it, it's a mad thing to say, but I feel like I didn't actually realize how mad it was until I touched uni. Like the amount of people that are so restricted by. They're yeah. making their parents happy. I didn't realize how much of a problem it was. I feel like because it came, probably because it came a lot easier to me than a lot of people just doing what I want to do and doing what makes me happy. Um, but yeah, sorry. As I was saying, um, what was the point I was making? I'm not sure. You were just making a point. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I, I lost that point. No, do you but, know? I feel like a prime example is probably part. This might be you can you can cut this out. This is just for conversational purposes. It's like, you know when everyone wanted me to go to Cambridge and stuff? Or mm. even, like, or when my parents wanted, like, I was just like, straight up, I don't want to do this. Mm. So I didn't bother trying my hardest. But mm. like, that's that's probably, like, the example in my life that I see. Mm. Do you man have, like, examples that you, man, like, that say it out for you? Like, that's, like, 
I've done this before. It's worked out, I think, better for me than not. So, well, do you guys have like examples of that? Sorry, what do you mean? Like you've done like, this before? Like, like I've done this where I've prioritized myself over my parents. Oh right, okay. Uh, I I wouldn't say I have an example that necessarily applies to this. I guess sort of, <laughs> kind of basically my course and maybe the, the like the route I took. Because computer science is very foreign to my parents. Like, it's just, they they don't get it. Or they know. The people that they look up, the people that they say are successful in their own spaces, obviously, are doctors, lawyers, engineers, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And an element of computer science does sort of fall under engineering. But obviously, they're, they're oblivious to that. They, they don't know that because they haven't been taught that. So, I guess kind of just being, being firm about the fact that I'm going to study computer science. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna take engineering. I'm not gonna. And the, for for a second, there was actually a thought that, okay, maybe my mom wants me to become a doctor. Maybe I'll look into becoming a doctor. But then, my understanding of doctor was surgeon. So that was just like, nope, I'm good. That's <laughs> so, a long journey. If we accidentally journey. take out someone's liver. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm good. So yeah, I think that's that. That's a scenario that comes to mind where I've like prioritized kind of what I want to do. But it wasn't like one decision, it was kind of like an ongoing thought process, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess what's it, um, the point you made, Quincy, about things being foreign to our parents, or, yeah, to parents. I mean, so you can only expect them to want you to go in a certain direction because that's all they really know. Mm. So you have to take that into consideration when you're making decisions for yourself. Mm. In terms of you, when you were talking about computer science, you'd pretty much, a person would pretty much have to reason, okay, my parents don't know about computer science, but I know enough knowledge to know that if I pursue this career properly, it will put me in a good place financially, mm. mentally. And yeah, I'll live a good life. Your parents might not know that, but sometimes you just have to, since you know that, you just need to pursue that course mm. the way you see, the way you see fit. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Um, someone's happened. If someone's happened. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's gonna bring a lot of feedback on the mic, but it's calm. Whose <laughs> um, mic? Yours or mine? Yours. Mine? Nah, it's not. Oh, okay, calm. Bro, if again I got premium mic. My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> I forgot it. Alright, calm. Um well, next question, yeah. Alright, calm. Okay. Next question was it's, it's more personal, isn't it? What what do you recommend I bring to Liverpool? Um because I'm obviously I'm in Liverpool in it for uni. Um, I, I'm gonna make this like very general. I feel like when preparing for university, out of a lot of the people that I know, I was the most prepared. With, like people that were moving out. That's not like a brag or anything, but it's just because I and you, I'm, I'm going to Liverpool. Nah, bro, I'm going to Liverpool. You were going Quaid though. Liverpool, you had to like be, but if you weren't prepared, you were finished. I, it's not like a dry. Oh, I'll just pop down for the weekend and bro, no, it's not that one. Three three hour journey on the train, so yeah, I just knew I had to be prepared. Like I had to just have everything in check. So what I did, yeah, I just went on YouTube and watched. You know all the videos that I literally just just thought, what are the things that people forget? Because yeah. there are there's a, there's like a set list of things that people usually forget. So I just went to go search that up because I already had the basics like on check. So I just searched up on YouTube and watched like as many videos as I could find of the things that people usually forget when going when moving out to uni, things that you should take to like 
this the area you're going to because it's it's not going to be easy for you to find just like Liverpool as a uni you're going to but maybe the north north England maybe you find that so I think it's just just using your resources you know like just searching if especially if you're moving out do your research I think one one of the, the things that were good for me is um there was some video I saw and they were like as soon as you get into your accommodation room if anything looks broken or out of place just take a picture of it as soon as because oh, yeah, that's yeah. how maybe maybe much more private landlords but that's how they make their money in it like you've given the deposit if you don't take the pictures before on the day you've gone in they can they have the right well not that they have the right but like their only inkling is going to be that oh you did it so i'm going to give back the deposit and that's that's no one's fault really that's just them doing their job so yeah just like being cautious making sure you making sure you prepare as much as possible especially if you're moving out queer and just using your resources, that's that's more general, in it? What you bring to Liverpool specifically, I can't really tell you because there isn't anything really different that I brought to Liverpool that someone else would take to Manchester or someone else would take to Leeds or something like that, you get? So it's just um, watching the videos, isn't it? Just doing your research and doing it on time. Don't, like, try to do it, like, a, a week before. Like, if you know where you're going, pattern everything, do your research and all. But yeah, that's that's really what I can say. To be honest, I don't know if there's anything else, if else I can add. Um, that was a solid answer. Yeah, yeah. man. Appreciate, appreciate. But yeah, that's yeah, that's really it for what you bring. Um, and it is um, it's gonna be it's gonna be one thing I will say. If you are coming up here on your own, and you don't like, if if you're not lucky with your flatmates as some are. Um, then it's going to be a long day. You're just going to have to find a way to meet people outside as soon as possible. Because, like, when when people... Now, what, we're second term, a few weeks into second term, people have already made their friend groups and just aren't open to meeting new people as much as they were in Freshers or the beginning of the first few weeks. Not that they're not, not, that they're not going to meet new people, but it's like they're not as open to it. If you're like a sociable person, then obviously you could probably find your way into those groups and talk to people a lot easier. But if you're not, and just make make sure you find a way to go to the societies. Like if you play basketball, go to the basketball society, play. Make sure people recognize you when you go, because then it's easier for them to approach you and say, "Oh, you're right. What are you saying?" All of that stuff in it. Just find a way to just socialize, especially at the beginning. Like it's very important, just so you have that set of people that you know. Oh, okay, if I want to do something, I can shout at them, or if they want to chill, I can just go to them. Because if you don't, it's, oh, it's going to get, especially if you're here on your ones, it'll get techie. It'll get so techie on your mental. That's just, that's just like another piece of advice. Not for, just for Liverpool, like anywhere you're going in uni, if you're moving out to a different city. Especially, I feel like, especially away from London. Because London, I deepen it, London is so different from everywhere else in England. Like London is literally in its own pocket. And we wouldn't know because we are in that pocket. When you go anywhere else, anywhere else in 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 um in England, like it's just so different. And it's like I think I was talking to someone and they were saying that the the closest city to London is probably a city in America, like New York or something like that. And it's mad because why wouldn't it be a city in England? Do you get? It? So yeah, it's it, like we wouldn't know obviously because we just lived in London. We're not there's not there's not really much reason for us to really travel out outside of. Of England, unless there's fam outside of London, unless there's family outside. So yeah, that's just one thing to be prepared for if you're leaving London. Um, yeah. So the stuff. Uh, Quincy, I got I got a question for you. Yeah. Go on. 
Why can you post a story but not answer the phone? Um, anyways, uh, so... Um, right, okay, right. Well, didn't say, yeah. Calm, calm, calm. Philip, I remember yeah, I this one. Because you don't want to talk to them. Just say it Calm. I'm editing this out. What does it feel like? What is it? What no, is it? man, say editing it out. But if you what edit you it out, I'm going to release an episode. See what it was. Okay, I'm cool, gonna, cool, cool. I'm going to release a special without telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't, you know what? You know what it is, yeah? I'll be so real with you. Okay, snap, yeah? There might be a time... Uh, you, man, don't don't be silly with this. There might be a time where, where I get a, a few messages on snap and I just get overwhelmed by them. Like, I just... Why are you lying? Why are you lying? Why are you lying? Oh, I was lying, bro. I'm not lying, bro. I don't really. This is why he said. This is why he said, "Don't be silly," because you know we're gonna draw you out right no, now. Bro, no, bro, yeah. you're lying, bro. Honestly, you're it's like... getting like a hundred messages. Yeah, no, chill out. It's not hundred. Chill out. Serious. Chill out. Yeah, okay, chill out. You... Serious. Chill out. Chill out. I saw that God is watching you lie. Bro, one chill bill out. likes on, on Instagram and I'll get a hundred messages on <laughs> Serious. Okay. Serious. Are you, man? He said people want to talk to me. Chill out. It's not even. But it's just up, like... Oh, man. I've actually done this to myself. I talked to one person in a week and you talked to like 500. I did this Serious, to myself, bro. Man. Bro, I don't talk to anyone. Chill out. Chill out. I actually don't. I don't talk to anyone. Why lying, bro? Yeah, I mean, you get overwhelmed out of 500 messages anyway. Oh, so man. To you know what? Yeah, let's keep it stepping. Anyway, next question. Because you might not going to hear it. It's calm. It's calm. It's calm. Bro, this guy has aired me for five days on Snap. Say swear. Level. Okay. Okay. Say swear. Okay. Uh, swear. Bro, your chat, your chat. What did you send? If you checked, you would know. Uh, no, but you're just saying and you're lying. You're just saying that because we're here. Say what I'm lying. Go check your snap right now. I'm I'm actually hearing you, bro. Go check your snap Wait, right what? now. Nah, bro. I don't. The fact that you don't know is just making this worse. By the way. <laughs> Wait, bro, bro, yeah, bro, you probably bro. have so many. Wait, but if I if I knew it would be worse, no, if I knew it would be worse, because I'm actually actively airing you. That's worse. No, but this just means no, no, wait. But you need to. This just means that you have five hundred people out of four hundred ninety-nine. Bro, where are you getting five hundred from? I don't get it. You can't. You can't pay attention to Philip's message because you're getting overwhelmed. Bro, where are you getting five hundred from? You know what? It's calm. You man, it's calm. It's calm. It's actually calm. But yeah, as I was saying, you're you're not the one getting aired for five days. You're not the one. Bro, you've got five hundred messages, bro. Bro, what did you send? Well, I'm not telling you what I sent. I'm not telling you what I sent. Hey, yo, that's just five days. Wow. That is true. In all honesty, though, I'll be real. In all honesty, if it was anyone else, yeah. Yeah, I can't lie. That'd be an issue. Because it's me, I can't lie. Personally, I'd, I'd do the same thing. Oh, right. Okay, so so it's not just me. But yeah, as I said. No, 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 but I'll log out. You post <laughs> stories. That means, that means, oh, that means man. you open the Snapchat app. You see a little blue circle on the bottom left of your screen and you say, let me air that. I don't say let me air that, bro. I just, I feel like I have to fully sit down before I actually reply. That's the overwhelmed part. You're tweaking, bro. You're you're tweaking. How are phones creating telecommunications for faster communication and somehow it's taking you longer than sending a letter? Why are you talking like he didn't say? He didn't just say you heard me. <laughs> it's calm, bro. Yeah, he doesn't look at it. He doesn't it's receive it. Uh, you might not get on to calm. Nah, it's might as well get on to, bro. I, bro, we're not doing the airing. Just saying, bro. I'm not airing anyone. I'm not airing anyone. You st- I'm not. Bro, what? Okay, but more time, more time, more time. When that person called me, I was sick. More time. What, last week? Yeah, more time I was sick. So, yeah. Um... Yeah, why am I not talking? Why are you not talking anymore? Why are you not talking anymore? What, what's going on? No, you're right. You're why, silent? Talking, why are you silent? 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 I disagree with you. It's not like I disagree with you. If I'm not bothered to talk to someone, why would I talk to them? But I'm just not going to post on my story or make, or like make an offer on that app. Oh, you silent now? 
Oh, <laughs> oh, where's Quincy? Um, anyways, yeah, next question. Next I can't hear you. Next question, yeah, here You know what? You man, fair play, fair play. Well done. If I saw you running around, I'll shake your hand. Well done. Yeah, it's calm. This guy can't get on to us about anything as well because yeah, there's 500 yeah. people yeah. messaging mm-hmm. us. Like where is 500 you... from, bro? I don't know where you were from. Oh, you told me you had 500 people on your That's staff. cap, though. That's cap because I, why would it's I even cap. tell you that? It's not cap because you were bragging. Yeah, 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 cool. Yeah, I was bragging, yeah. I can't lie, you men that are going to hear this, they're, they're, they're chatting nonsense. Like, just know they're chatting nonsense. Nah, 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 nah. No, they're chatting. You got overwhelmed. Huh? You're overwhelmed right now as well. You got overwhelmed, bro. Yeah, man. It's still on your mind. It came back to your mind. This is a serious problem with the brother. You men don't want to help out. I'm saying I'm overwhelmed. You men don't want to help. It's calm. It's calm. It's calm. Yeah, just get rid of the 500 people. You're overwhelmed by messages. Yeah, bro. I am. Yes, yes. Bro, it just... It's too much. Like, I need to sit down and reply. I'll be real. Now, be real. Get rid of the root of the problem. Get rid of the snap. Snap, yeah. But then I'm still airing people. Nah, yeah, but it's like it's, it's a much more respectable way of exactly. You're not gonna you're not gonna be, gonna be overwhelmed, and so much. You might not making me look like I'm some some idiot. Like I'm I bro, I'm like, not. I'm actually not. Bro, but you're actually like a celebrity, like no, but I'm not. Bro. I'm not. But I'm not. You're not a celebrity. You know what it was? Yeah, I was trying to share with you, man. But it's calm. It's calm. It's all right. <laughs> It's okay. I know that I'm not trying to make yourself look like the victim now. The victim of the people that you're airing. The victim of the people that you're airing. That's why this was one person as well. This was one person. They think they're getting their daily dose of Quincy knowledge, and you're not giving it to them. Yeah, crazy, man. This is all on you. It's famous, bro. Yeah, shameless. He hops on podcasts to spit facts to people. I'm shame, man. If I'm airing you, I'm not airing you. It's just, I'm overwhelmed, isn't it? And I need to actually sit down before I reply to you. That's what it is. Are you man, are you man done grilling me or can I carry on? Yeah, bro, bro, you, can, you can say what you want, man. <laughs> as long as you're not overwhelmed anymore. 100%, man. I just hope you're calm. Man. Ayo, oh, man. All right, cool, cool. We have that. Um, right, calm. Last, I guess, last question. Where do you see yourself in a year's time? In bed. <sighs> in bed. In bed. Yeah. So, uh, on the twenty second of February, twenty twenty three, at eleven fifty three a.m. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. see yourself in bed. Yeah, in bed abroad. Oh, oh yeah, 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 like that, like that. Okay, <laughs> my bad, my bad. Sorry, bro. I never knew. I never knew, man. Nah, but on a, on a real one though, like on a real one, bro. You said I was joking. Sorry, I forget. I forget. Like, but what do you mean though? Like, provide a bit of context, please. What do I mean? I mean, I'm gonna be traveling, bro. Mm. I'll probably, I'll probably be, I would, I probably. Whoa! <laughs> I probably would have dropped out of uni by then. Yeah, probably. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. Probably. Is, is that a forty percent chance? Is that one an inshallah one? Inshallah, it's inshallah, bro. Okay, calm, 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 inshallah. Alright, calm, bro. I don't even know what next year. Um, how do you even answer this question? Nah, I don't like this question, man. Me neither. Even the one where they ask what five years time. But it's too five deep. year. The five years time one is a stretch. That is a stretch. There's only so much you can plan for. That's the yeah. thing. And then the the more the more you do you stretch out the time period, like the more different it's gonna be from what you planned. It's gonna be de- it's yeah. gonna deviate from what you planned. Yeah. So yeah, um, I have something in mind, but I feel like it's it's too much. It's TMI. Too much information. 
So I'll just keep that Man, one. What, you, what, what are we talking? Give us, give us a little snippet. Give us a little preview. I don't know. You, you guys, you guys already know about it. You, you both already know about it. But oh, okay. You know yeah. about it. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. What are you talking about, bro? Um, what's it called? Um. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, bro, I've been keeping that one on the low because I realized that when you just do things on your ones without telling people, it just makes so much sense. It slaps. It's, it sense. just makes sense. <laughs> like, but yeah, that's that's the plan for next year. Hopefully, hopefully, innit? Do, do you know what? This question is too hard to answer. Let's just, let's just, wait, who asked this question? Who asked it? It was Michelle. It was Michelle. Okay, so that means it's, it's okay to go into this question, right? Oh yeah, man, <laughs> 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 this guy's on balance today. Because yeah. it's someone we know. It's someone we know. So it's yeah, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's someone we know. Like, critique the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone we know. But firstly, I'll give my answer and then I'll critique the question. I can't plan that far ahead for a year when I can't explicitly tell you what's going to happen for the rest of this day. It's like there's so only so much that's within your power for you to control, mm. and I feel like you should plan according to that control rather than you just explicitly having this idea that that is going to happen for sure of course you can have the idea and and try work towards it but you just also have to remember that it's okay to change mm-hmm. minor changes are okay major mm. changes maybe it's a bit of a problem because then you're kind of destroying that image and maybe your image can change which is also fair as well but I feel like to a certain degree, you have to be set on a goal that you want to reach. Mm-hmm. But you have to be okay with like the minor goals that you're hitting. You have to be okay with changing the minor goals that you hit to get to that goal. If that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. That's a good point. I like that point. Yeah. That's the point about humility. Yeah. Um, and I think... that, it's just, yeah. Go on, bro. No, no, no. I just thought it was no, I... to again. Oh. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I think I think the question is more like, where where do you want to see yourself in a year? I guess like, cause where do you see yourself in a year's time is, I can't like I don't see a year ahead from now, like obviously I yeah. do, but it's like I don't know where I'm gonna be in February next year. I just don't I see that, bro. it. That sounded mad deep. What do you mean? Yeah, that one I word. I took that mad deep. Yeah, I, nah, like, I, I feel like a lot of people did. That's why. That's why I had to <laughs> kind of change. Like, <laughs> nah, nah. But you guys know what I mean. You, you guys know what. <laughs> you know what I mean. I don't see myself in the. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not like that. Not like that. No, but that's I mean... fair though. Do you guys genuinely see yourself living tomorrow? I had that. I don't think about that. Wait, do 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 you see yourself living tomorrow? No, like, I just tell really my, I tell myself anything can happen. Yeah, that's, that's what the I'm thing. To say. Anything like, can happen. Like, there's moments in a day. There's like millions of them, and no, and yeah, yeah. And it's like how many? How can I tell you that I'm going to be the same tomorrow? I'm going to be here tomorrow when I haven't lived through those millions of moments in the day. Yeah, it's like I I plan for tomorrow, because if I don't, then I fumble, didn't it? I plan for tomorrow, but it's like I'm not. I'm not so, like, I'm not, like, 100% sure that tomorrow's going to happen. Not in, like, a morbid, like, bad way. It's just, like, anything going to happen. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the way I look at so it. So, you basically, you consider the possibility of unforeseen circumstances. Yeah. 
So like, let's yeah. say like when I when I get sick, I didn't know I was gonna get sick the next day. My plans are now gone. Like I can't do anything because I'm sick. Do you get? It? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, but have you seen how they watered down GCSE though? Watered, bro. Diluted. Bro, this is Di- this is basically the same as what we did. Bro, diluted. It's mad. It's basically it's the mad. same as what we did, man. What when we when we were there? Yeah, like for A level basically. Wait, so how's it watered down? Because GCSEs, there's... No, but that, we got a watered-down version, didn't we, for A-level? Sorry, what? Sorry, hold on. Are you saying that the A-level, our A-level was watered down? Or the yeah, GCSEs? The the, no, no, I'm saying that they're both watered-down. It's basically the same. Bro, you know you're not speaking English anymore, you're just saying... Hundred. Hundred. I thought I was on your page. What I'm, but... saying is, what I'm saying is, the GCSEs are watered-down, the ones that are happening now, yeah? Yeah. And the A-levels that we sat were also watered down. They were watered down to, the, to a similar degree. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because, you know, all of that that happened. Okay, you know, in hindsight, I should I really should have failed A-levels. <laughs> I genuinely should have failed A-levels. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm deep. Because <laughs> I'm deep in the year. Like, I have, like, I tutored two students in it. Yeah. And I sit there and I look at their exams and even though I'm able to do the question, I was just thinking... These exams, these these questions were not, there were no way as hard in my exams. Some of them are ridiculous. Some of them are actually ridiculous. Yeah, I, I should not have gotten out alive. Yeah, no, it's true, it's true. What, GCSE or A-level? No, nah, A-level, A-level. GCSE, A-level. you were on job, no? Yeah, yeah, GCSE, yeah. I was... I, I was semi, a, semi on job. Yeah, yeah, I was semi on job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A-level. You know what? No comment, bro, I can't lie. No comment. It was a joke. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Oh my goodness! I feel like I actually tried. I was actually, I actually like persisted. You man, just like you were good. You I no, but just... I gave up in year thirteen though. Year twelve, yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Philip was just there for vibes. I'll be so <laughs> <laughs> bro. No, remember, oh Philip, my god! Used to go like, oh, I'm doing work today. I'm doing work today. I was like, this bro, bro. you know, <laughs> You did work for like two days, and after that, it was like, nah. Word, 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 word. I can't, I don't know what was going on. Bro. If I know, I do know what was going on, but. Rah. I can't like it. The, environment, the six form environment made it harder to work in it. Because it's like, it was just I so chilled. Like, no one could ever get onto us. That's the thing. No one could actually get onto us. Fair enough, but that, like, I can't use that excuse. That's no, not 100%, an excuse. Because you can't, I, had you my, can't. I had my thing. You really can't. I had my, I had my office as well. Is it me? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but now nah, I'll be real though. When I was in that office, I was actually working. No, no, because yeah, because you're on your own there. Yeah, yeah, true. Because I, I, I just did my homework. That's so it. When you were out of there, vibes. No, just... I was out there. I was just. Bro, you were just, you were just existing. Yeah. You were just existing. Hundreds. I, I, you know, I can't actually remember what I was doing. That's how bad it is. <laughs> I, nah, I'm not gonna agree with you. All I nah, know is I was walking I around. I, was I did no Hundred. work in school. Bro, this guy was doing tour the globe. This guy just tour the globe <laughs> every time. This guy was just walking around the school, and they can't try to him. That's the thing; they couldn't it, get onto bro. him. Oh my gosh! I know this guy got away with it. I actually don't know. Remember when you got stopped and yeah. you fully told them what you were doing, and they started laughing? I was like, "Yeah, you're clear. Yeah, you're clear, bro. You're clear." Hundred. There's special students out there, and you're special, one man. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it and um, stay blessed.